We're live, Jerry. Awesome. Let me ask you, Jerry. Welcome to Newsworthy, everybody. We're glad you're here this week. Um, New show Wednesday. We're got a late. We're off to a little late start. That's because of my dumb butt and and business being good. So it's it's actually a good thing. Uh, Jerry, what's significant about the number four? The number four. The number four. Um, I'm sure a lot of things. I have no idea which one you're referring to. In this particular case, the number four is the reason we are not drinking wine this week. Four downloads short of 800. Four downloads short of 800. And if, if, now, to be honest, we would have had an excuse to do so. We did not have wine chilled. And we are not going to be heretics and drink it at room temperature no. like some of the heather that we know. Oh, I know. There's no way. That's not happening. And, you know, but four. 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 That just shows the Every people out there. Boat counts, right? Yeah. This that just shows the people one. out there that we do not involuntarily pump our numbers because four. And we could have wine now instead of this brown sadness water I'm drinking. Absolutely depressing, isn't it? It is. It's sad. It's got me in a bummed mood, and I just don't know what to do with myself. Oh, wait. I'm going on vacation in less than 10 days. Never mind. Happy go. again. Woohoo! <laughs> immediately makes everything better. <laughs> so, how's your week been? It's been very good. I enjoy this time of the year. It's probably partially from being raised on a farm. When you're a farm kid, or a farm person, you love fall time of the year. Yeah. It's when everything begins to slow down. And we're not quite there yet. I get it. I'm not trying to rush it. But this morning, it was cool this morning. Yeah. It started to feel like fall this morning. It was great. Yes, it was. It was absolutely nice. But, yeah, the fall time of the year has always been my favorite. It's when you get to slow down a little bit and take a little bit of a break. And uh, love the weather. And fall has always been my Absolute favorite. How's your week been? Busy. <laughs> yeah, you were telling me. Some 15, 16 hour days this week. Busy. Um, and again, that's just, uh, I'm not complaining. Uh, it, it's uh, an absolute blessing. There uh, it is. Uh, I, I took on a part, part-time gig, and uh, uh, which I really love. And I got a funny story I want to tell you about that here in a second. But uh, for those that don't know, I drive a, a bus for the Bluegrass Community Action Council Partnership. We help folks get to doctor's appointments and to whatever they need uh, that can't drive themselves. Uh, and for that position, I start really early. I'm like on the way to my first stop by usually 4 a.m. Uh, and then I usually work till 11 or 12 every day and then get off and go straight to real estate. Uh, and as example tonight, I went from real estate at 12 and I got to here, what, 730? <laughs> <laughs> so long, long days, uh, blessed. Uh, um, I just, yeah, I just can't say enough of, about how, how, how things are. Hey, double infinity's here. Welcome back. Hey, let's see if we can do this because that's what's needed. Let's see. Mm, mm, mm. Care to share what's needed? Uh, a drum roll. A drum roll. Okay. 
I did it. I don't I don't know if that made that sound or not. <laughs> I hit the button, so maybe we had a drum roll, maybe we did. We're not very good at this IT stuff. Can you play it out loud? Oh, Double Infinity said it did do a drum roll. Fantastic. I'm excited. See, you're asking me to do things with that that we have to connect this and that again. And mm -mm, <laughs> no, no. But no. my point is, this hears us. So if you could, if we could hear it coming out of here, I think that would record it as well, would it not? I, I don't know. It, it would scare me. Hey, what you did work? Double Infinity heard it? That's right. Hey, someone else is in it. <laughs> WPF. W P D S P. Whew. I hope you stick around. You made me say all that. Oh, and Mochi's here. Woohoo. Glad to hear you see you here, Mochi. You're awesome. Um, Mochi has apple cookies, Jerry. Really? Yeah, we're gonna have to order some of them. Oh, yes, uh, we are. Probably right, right after my vacation. That'd be Sounds great. Um, I, I gotta try those. Perfect time of the year. Yeah. Leading into fall. We're talking about fall. And, and I have always, hey, Kevin Fuller's here. Kevin, welcome. Uh, glad to have you here, man. Uh, I have two favorite seasons. My favorite thing in the world to do, and this is going to sound stupid, okay? Okay. Years ago, my ex-father-in-law, and I'm talking 15 years, I've got this old plow, Tiller, front time, beat you to death. Yep. He gave me that even after me and his daughter divorced. Okay, uh, me and him share a a, a a a good friendship, and every year my favorite thing in the world to do is to go out and as soon as I can in the spring and till the soil. Uh, and you you were raised on a farm, you know how that's like the smells, the yep. how it feels in your hand, and then the fall when I get to till it over and all the garden stuff's gone again. <laughs> yep. Exactly what you mean. Maybe I'm just thinking. Maybe I should have like done something as a career that allowed me to drop bulldozers or track hose or something because I like playing in the dirt basically. Um, been a farmer, yeah, or been a farmer. Uh, you can't really just start being a farmer these days. I, it's it, tough. It's almost very impossible. Uh, very hard to be a farmer when it's a family business and you inherit the farm. Yeah. And a ton of the equipment. Yeah. It's still incredibly tough. It to sure make is. Farm. You have to account for every penny. You have to. Uh, oh, yeah. You're right, Kevin. We are going to talk about one of your pet peeves today. Uh, Kevin, this 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 topic, my topic today, uh, I, we owe Kevin, according to him, royalties for him bringing up our consultation fees for, <laughs> for, for bringing this topic to our attention. But uh, him and FDR, right? Yeah, him and FDR. Forefront. <laughs> so, anywho, uh, I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, farming. Yeah. yeah. It's just impossible. It's and and you, that's why we have so many massive farms and the, the, the everyday farmers going away. They just can't keep up. They just uh, – now, there is a good niche uh, for local, local feed farms, meaning um, I'm going to sell turkeys to my community at Thanksgiving or I'm going to – you know, farm to table. But. Well, the old farming was either grain, uh, cattle, hogs. Uh, and in this area, that was pretty much it. Yeah. There was chicken farmers, but very few and far between. And usually Tyson, you know, tied in with some major company. 
but yes, those things that are not related to those are becoming the way that most. Oh, we forgot tobacco. Years ago, tobacco oh, was yeah, huge. Tobacco. That's gone. Pretty you want another fun fact? What's that? Kentucky, for all of you folks out there, is the largest beef cattle producing state east of the Mississippi. Really? Yes, sir. That is surprising. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it really is. Because we're not that largest state as, to begin with. As far as square footage, that's yeah. exactly what I was saying. So, man, they are, Mochi is getting some orders right now on some of them cookies. Listen, if you're listening live right now, Mochi's in the live stream. We've tried those cookies. By far, the best sugar cookies you will ever eat. Um, she, did, We tried the chocolate chip, too, yep. right? And those were delicious. I'm not a chocolate chip fan. I'm a little weird that way, but Jerry loved them. And I'm not really a sugar cookie fan and still love them. Yeah. Yeah. So, definitely. I, we also, because Double Infinity who li- has listened so far to every single show, Got a special treat in the mail from us. We had Mochi send over some uh, uh, snickerdoodles to her, and those apparently were really good, too. So give her a shot. Give her a try. Um, you just have to send it to mochismunchies at gmail.com, and she'll get that order out to you squared away. Um, so that works out real good. Uh, but I, earlier I said I had a story relating right. to this week's, this week's uh, well, not really this week's topic, but from a, from a passenger on yes. this week's bus. And he looks at me, and, and he is this, this little old cantankerous guy. And in past lives, I used to deal with little old cantankerous people all the time. It, it's kind of fun for me, and I love them. And sometimes they just, in, in real in realville, they get old and cantankerous. The older they get, the more regrets they have, the meaner they are. Just, I've noticed that. But, you know, you just put a heart on them and you love them and whatever. But uh, this young man, and I, I'm air quoting young. <laughs> He's probably 70, 80 at this point. He looks at me and he says, and I'm going to try to use his voice. Steve, how old are you? And I told him, I was like, you know, I'm 47. He's like, huh. And he sit there and he put his his fingers on his chin like this. He's stroking this like, he had like four hairs on his chin. I kid you not. Like, and they were in, in four different directions. It was kind of funny. And he says, you have 13 years left. I'm like, till what? <laughs> He's like, till you're 62. And I recommend when you're 62, you retire immediately. And don't let those bastards have any more of your money. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah, I just thought that was hilarious. It made me ties in directly with my dad joke. Oh no, oh no! Here we go. I know a lot of jokes about retired people, but none of them work. <laughs> <laughs> and I had no idea before I picked this joke. You're going to tell that story. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Oh. That's hilarious. It sounds like exactly what he was trying to tell you. Yeah, well. When you retire, stop working. Yeah, pretty much, I guess. You know, and then my my neighbor, who is, is retired, he works harder than anybody I've ever seen. So I'm not real sure. I see him and I'm like, Bernie, I don't know the retirement's for me. That looks like hard work. He's like, well. But he does what he wants when he wants. Well, he's still married, so. <laughs> he does what she wants when she wants. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that Miss Donna asked Bernie to do many things that he doesn't. No, no. enjoy doing. 
I bet I, I, of all the people I know that does that the most, I'd say Kevin Fuller is the man on that. Think so? Wife says oh, jump. He's like, how high, ma'am? How high? Don't know him, so I'll have to take your word on that. <laughs> Kevin Fuller's top notch. I love that man. Anywho, um, so we're talking about some um, stuff, and we're going to go into history. But you know why history sucks? I didn't know that history did suck. History sucks. Life? Well, there's no future in it. Oh, yes. <laughs> Pretty true. <laughs> that, that we can't argue. Oh, no. What? Uh, apparently, down in uh, Cynthiana, the local police department had their toilet stolen. They had nothing to go on. <laughs> now, you know that Who's something's that? working. Huh? Someone send you that? Yeah, right there. Who? So, you know... Oh, Kevin says, yeah, he's whipped. <laughs> so, double infinity said that. So, you know, our, our 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 bits are working when our our listeners are joining in the in the fray. I love it. <laughs> so, Kevin's wife is listening with him, huh? Apparently so. <laughs> he admits he's whipped. She must be. Woo. So, we're going to talk about executive orders today, uh, presidential executive orders, and believe it or not, one of the things that you know, my eyes opened, and we're we're going to talk about Trump's Mar-a-Lago, the the recent raid. That's going to be your topic today, and we're going to get into that. The search, the search. Yeah, only Trump calls it a raid. He wasn't raided. He was searched. I, yeah, see, I disagree. Uh, when you when you bust into somebody's house with you know a hundred and some FBI agents, that's a raid. There was no hundred. There wasn't half that many. It doesn't matter. It's still a raid. If there's so more than two, is a raid. Are there more than two? Everyone I've ever heard of in my life is more than two people. Okay. Every well, so those are all raids. I would absolutely. I would not have wanted to think that our constitution allows and authorizes raids of our personal possessions. <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Did so, you see a picture of yourself? Is there no, a there? No, that would make me hot under the collar. Whew. No, Mochi said, she goes, I found a can of soda being squished. It was so depressing. <laughs> she wasn't lying. She left a comment about how she liked bad jokes a long time ago. Woo! No, I'm sitting here crying. Through. You guys are killing me. You're killing me. So we're going to talk about Trump's. Mar-a-Lago raid, search, raid, and we're going to talk about <clears throat> some pretty interesting things about presidential executive orders that actually blew my mind. Didn't know. Had no clue. But I'll let you go first. You sure? Yeah. It, it may it, be like last week. It may be, uh, but I'll take the entire time. Well, I took the entire time last week. I wouldn't shut up. So if that's what happened, I don't think last happens. week that was the issue. I think the issue was we sat around BS for two thirds of our time instead of the ten or fifteen minutes that we normally do. What? All right, FBI search of Mar-a-Lago, and again, search Raid. keyword search Raid. Um, for classified documents. First of all, a timeline of how we got here. January twentieth of last year, Trump left office. He moved to Mar-a-Lago. In the days before that, <clears throat> excuse me, 
obviously his staff packed up his things. He didn't, but his staff picked up, packed up his things and they shipped them to Florida. And there was almost immediately several items that the National Archives and Records Administration noticed was missing. They are the people that's in charge of all these documents and creation of the presidential library, right? Right. Right. They're the ones that are in charge of all these documents, many, many of which are obviously classified, not just from Trump, but from every president. To, uh, yeah. Let me just jump in, because sure. in case you don't know, every single document that a president encounters, touches, signs, has anything to do with in his presidency is property of the United States. Absolutely. And, and that's key. It, and That's that key. is why you always, it's not like pe- these presidents make libraries because that is a statue to them. That's where all those documents go. Not the classified, obviously, but all of the, everything else goes in that library. That's true. There are a very, very few exceptions. That would be if Trump got a birthday card from a family member. If right. That he, the, the question that becomes critical is, did you, did this happen? Did this occur because you're president or because you're Donald Trump? And if the answer is because you're Donald Trump, if you got a birthday card from Ivanka, you didn't get that because you're president. You got that because you're her dad. So that's yours. Well, but everything just let else, me ask you a question. Sure. I like Donald Trump. As a, I would not want to have a beer with Donald Trump. I like his policies in a lot of respects. Many I did. Who in the hell names their daughter Ivanka? Totally <laughs> Sorry. Totally agree. I, I mean, I named mine Chewbacca, but that's because I love Star Wars. Totally agree. <laughs> anyway, several things were missing. One is the welcome letter from Obama that he left for Trump. It's become customary and every president does it. Um, that was not there. The love letters, as he so called them, Trump's love letters between himself and the North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un. He had discussed these publicly many times. Uh, We knew about their existence. And again, this is what we're talking about. This doesn't belong to Trump. He didn't send those to Trump because he was Donald Trump. He sent them because he was president of the United States. So there were several things that we knew immediately that was missing. Um, In January of this year, the National Archives and Record Administration retrieved 15 boxes of documents from Mar-a-Lago. When they went through those and reviewed those documents, they found over 300 classified documents. And that was where this all began, some of which were top secret. This is what triggered the original criminal investigation at the Justice Department. The highly sensitive nature of some of these materials is what caused the National Archive document people to refer this for an investigation to the Justice Department. Within a few months, that had turned into a grand jury investigation mainly because they had asked for the return of the documents and hadn't got them. In June, Trump did receive a few dozen more documents when they had been invited down to Mar-a-Lago, when the Justice Department had been invited down. They got a few dozen more. At this point, Trump and some of his aides, several of his aides, insisted that there were no more classified information. One of Trump's attorneys, Christina Bob, even signed a letter on June 3rd And she attested that there were no more documents that they had, uh, no more classified documents, no more documents that they did not have possession of or or have ownership of. And that was on June 3rd. Soon after that, someone in Trump's circle, 
Now, there's been a lot of speculation that it was Jared Kushner. We don't know that for sure. But someone close to his inner circle contacted the government and told them of several specific documents that were still in possession at Mar-a-Lago. They told them their exact location, some of which were in a safe in a storage room. Others were in a bedroom in an office. And not too long after that, on August 8th of 2022, the FBI executed a search warrant and officials left with 26 additional boxes, which included 11 sets of material marked as classified, some of which contained scores of documents. There were several hundred documents that they took when they did that. One set had the highest level of classification, top secret, sensitive, compartmented information, which different sources say concern nuclear weapons. Now, the reason I chose this topic is... Because you hate Trump and you're the president of Joe Biden's fan club. Oh, you're sure. (laughs) You're just trying to get revenge now because we established long ago that you were president of Trump's fan club. But here's the reason I chose this topic. Since this point, we've heard several stories from Donald Trump. Uh, Just wanted to go through a few of them, fact check them, and see if they're true. One of the first things that we claimed we heard was that Trump claimed that the search wasn't needed. He said, and I quote, they could have had it anytime they wanted, and that includes long ago. All they had to do was ask, end quote. So all they had to do was ask. Well, there's a law that asks. There's a law that says what you're allowed to take and what you're not allowed to take. Um, by the way, Trump said that on August 12th. It was He posted on True Social. That was his quote. In mid-2021, the National Archives and Records Administration was asking for records that it knew that he hadn't turned over. As we mentioned, the letter from Obama, letters from Kim Jong-un, January 15th, 15 boxes were turned over. They again asked for anything else. In June, a few dozen more documents were eventually turned over. Again, investigators asked if there was anything else. One of Trump's attorneys, as we said, even signed an affidavit that there were no more. There was nothing else. But yet when they came and did their search, not a raid, but a search, um, they found several hundred more classified documents. Verdict? The claim that all they had to do was ask was obviously false. One of the second things we heard Trump claiming was that, number one, it was all declassified. He was saying, and by the way, this one gets murky. Most of the rest of them are very obviously either their authenticity, their truth is easily verifiable. This one isn't. Mainly because Trump is claiming that he took information from the Oval Office and briefing rooms to his personal bedroom every night so that he could study for the next day and that he had a standing order that automatically declassified everything he took. Now, first of all, Trump was not known to do that. Trump was known to not even read the daily briefing that he was given on a daily basis. He was known to ask these guys to summarize it because he didn't want to take the five or ten minutes to read it. So this what was sounds, it he said that if you're a smart guy and you don't need to hear the same shit every yeah. day. <laughs> Literally, he was known for not reading Jack. But anyway, let, let, let's assume that he did. It's highly unlikely that that would pass muster, that any court of law would say that his ability to declassify information in such a broad manner. In other words, he was saying that information that he took was automatically declassified, even before he'd read it. As soon as he took it, he said, I'm a declassifying. Let let me uh, play devil's advocate. Sure. Because Trump in the campaign was talking a whole lot about Clinton's emails. Sure. Although she was never president. Um, you know, he was talking about the emails from her time as Secretary of State. Right. 
Which she ran her own personal server. Right. Which, uh, you know, he, he, you would think that he can't have one without the other, is what I'm getting at. Totally agree. I absolutely agree. Um, numerous staff members of his have also said that they had never heard anything about an order that would automatically declassify documents. Now, a sitting president's power to declassify is vast. Uh, you know, he's the commander in chief, so he has a lot of power. Uh, we're going to talk about what the commander in chief has power. Oh, sure. Soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> Way too much. Way too much. Way too much in many things, absolutely. Uh, but there is an official procedure for declassification, which we absolutely know wasn't followed. Now, it's generally expected that you would notify the government in writing to at least allow the government to redact certain information that could put people's lives at risk or jeopardize national security. None of, none of that happened. Not even close. Now, another thing to remember is even if everything that Trump said is true, the federal criminal laws that were cited in the search warrant hinges on whether or not the government records were mishandled, not whether or not they're classified. Which led to the raid. Well, that plus the fact that he refused to turn over stuff and said he no longer had anything when they had evidence that he did led to the search, not the raid. Okay, um, verdict, the claim that it was all declassified is highly doubtful. And even if true, it doesn't change the fact that these records, as you said earlier, still belong to the United States government, not to Donald Trump. They weren't his to keep. Oh, I, I, yeah. Number three, Trump suggests without evidence that Biden played a role. This one's not a big one. It just shows you that the links that he will go to to try to help himself politically. Well, see, here's one thing that I'm actually going to feel sorry for Joe Biden, Okay. Are you ready? Are you about to fall out of your chair? No, I'm just wondering where you're headed with it. Well, because Joe Biden, when this all broke, was on the cusp of signing the biggest legislation of his presidency. The inflation not going to reduce anything. We're just going to tax people again. You know, we'll get into that later. (laughs) But, and... That wasn't an executive order, though. No. Are we getting into that? Well, in a later show. Okay, gotcha. Um... So he's getting ready. He's right on the cusp of doing this. And then this happens. So one more time, Trump (laughs) steals Joe Biden's thunder and all of his, all of his gains. He, you, you would have now his numbers have come up a little bit, but uh, it definitely took a hit because of this. So go ahead. Sure did. Back to Trump suggesting without evidence that Biden played a role. Apparently he thought that Biden was running the presidency the way he did. Uh, Donald Trump Jr., said after the fact that he knew for certain that Biden was involved because he was closely involved with his dad's presidency and he knows how that these things work. Well, that's absolutely not how it's supposed to work. The president is not supposed to be involved in investigations. The president is supposed to allow Department of Justice to do their own thing. And Merrick Garland, in fact, come out and said that that's absolutely what had happened and that Biden had no advanced knowledge of it. Um, And I I just got to throw this out there. Sure. Okay. And I'm trying to be as objective as possible. Okay. But if anybody has an axe to grind against Republicans, it's Merrick Garland. Sure. I mean, even. So if you want to say Merrick Garland did this, fine. He was claiming that Biden knew and authorized it. No, I don't believe that for a second. But Merrick Garland, that's a sneaky little snake. No, sneak. Tell me what made him sneaky. Well, just the fact he got screwed out of a Supreme Court nomination? Yeah, that, that would do it. Oh, so every time someone gets screwed, there's somebody that's sneaky snake. 
Well, I mean, I don't know. Let me call up some of your uh, <laughs> your uh, massage parlors and ask them what happened. By all means. <laughs> this is not just former. Still use them, so. No. Wow. You think they're going to turn on you against the guy that's giving them tips? Well, oh. I mean, you're giving them tips and a sneaky little snake. <laughs> little. That's what they that, say. No, that's not what they say. <laughs> anyway, sorry. The sorry. verdict of the claim that Biden played a, a role is highly doubtful. Next, Trump, and th this one to me is huge. Huge. Trump suggests without evidence that the FBI may have planted evidence. Are you kidding me? Trump is claiming, and again, has no evidence. First of all, he says that his lawyers and others at Mar-a-Lago were not permitted to even watch the search. And he suggested that the lack of oversight could have allowed the FBI to plant evidence. I'm just saying that if you're in court, that's enough for probable, for probable cause. Yeah, except that it's a lie. Oh. We know it's a lie because... Of uh, doubt. Seeding of doubt, not probable cause. Sorry. Yeah, he wrote in True, so uh, True Social, by the way, the agents did not want witnesses to, quote, see what they were doing, taking, or hopefully not planting, end quote. A week or so later, Mr. Trump's lawyer, and later his son, Eric Trump, told us that they actually watched from New York City the search taking place from the security cameras at Mar-a-Lago. So he's claiming that no one was watching. He, he and his lawyers and his son was sitting here watching. But, okay, that's, to me, that's a little gray. There's a difference between some, seeing somebody on a security camera do something and seeing them in person. I'm not saying he's wrong. He was in New York City. He's right, huh? He was in New York City. I'm just saying. I, are you saying that every time that the FBI goes to do a search, they should find out whether or not that the owner is there, and if not, wait for them to come back? It's not the way the FBI operates. Shame on them. Oh, yeah. Because they don't do things the way Trump wants? No, because they don't do things the way I want. These people. He also wrote, there's no way of knowing if what they took was legitimate or was there a plan. This is, after all, the FBI. On August 14th, he added, the FBI has a long and unrelenting history of being corrupt. I want you to remember something. Who's the FBI director? Christopher Wray. Who appointed Christopher Wray to office? Is he married to Rachel? Donald Trump. The FBI is led by a man that Donald Trump appointed after he fired James Comey. Which was and a good Donald fire, Trump, by the way. Here's my point. You don't trust the man that you appointed? Over the FBI? You're accusing them of planting evidence? You want to talk about long history of being corrupt? This is, they're led by the man that you appointed. But Donald Trump is, well, I'm just going to say, Donald Trump has always been a man who speaks in, how do, how do I say this? Lies. He's always been known to stretch the truth to make Donald Trump look better. Lies? <laughs> Raid? Lies? <laughs> Just saying. I mean, you're, you're using so many words to say something that is so easily said. Lies. Well, I'm just saying that I feel like Trump is saying a lot of the things he's saying because he still feels in his heart of hearts, even after this raid, that there's still a shot that he, he comes back as a presidential contender in 2020. Oh, we don't think there's a possibility. I think 
if he doesn't get criminal charges against him before then, every poll I saw says that he leads the GOP nominees for presidential yeah. office in 2024. If that's the case, we absolutely deserve what we get. I agree. <laughs> and, and anyway, the claim that the FBI may have planted evidence is false. It's probably can't be proven because I'm sure there wasn't a camera on every agent for every second through there. Right. There was multiple saying. cameras. Sure. And, you know, but 50, there's still zero 50 agents there. And, and there's a, part of the another rate. little, well, wait a minute. I've got a question for you. <laughs> Donald Trump, remember, he also claimed that they shouldn't have taken all this because he declassified it. Now he's claiming that they planted stuff. So I have a question. A year and a half ago, two years ago, when he was still president, how did he know what they were going to plant so he could declassify it? He's not been president for a year and a half. Please explain to me how he declassified what a year and a half ago what they were going to plant a few days ago. Well, he apparently used the same time travel joke that oh, he did okay. last week. Apparently so. That would be time travel would be the only here's, way here's you can understand this. I, yes. And, and I, I'm I'm going to agree with with Fuller on this. Uh, Kevin writes it was a raid. It was instigated by pure politics. Now Kevin is not a political right wing junkie. Left pure wing. politics, but this is what he says. Not true. He says, but it is a time to set a precedence. And the next time the Democrat that the next time it's a Democrat that is caught prosecuting the same vigor. Um, I can't disagree with that. I can, with everything I've just said. They knew and had evidence on multiple occasions when he'd been asked to return classified information and had not done so, and they had evidence that more was there. That's not a political agenda. That's trying to preserve the security of the nation. Well, given the status that he was a former president, and, and I think that the courts just agreed to this yesterday or today. I, I may be behind because of, I've been working so much, but... Um, don't you think that given Merrick Garland's history that a special prosecutor should have been called first? Someone who was outside first the First of all, no prosecutor is ever coming into play until you have evidence. This was a search warrant. So you're warrant. saying he had all, they yeah. had all kinds of evidence. They found it. After the search warrant, they had it. Okay. So you can't have a prosecutor. In other words, you're trying to, from the sound of it, you're trying to take a man to trial before there's ever any evidence. Oh, and you're we, saying we people can't. do that every day. I, I, I'm not. I don't know what, no, what well, documents he has. Not true. They may have fake evidence, but you have to have some evidence to bring charges against. Right. Them. I don't. I'm not. You're, you're misunderstanding. I, I absolutely feel that regardless of who the judge was, a judge isn't going to allow for a warrant if he doesn't feel that there is probable critical cause. probable cause and needs to go now. Otherwise, he would have reverted back to the same, uh, well, let's just keep getting. I mean, there, there are other presidents that are still sitting in papers that they forgot or had. Or, like who? Uh, according to what I researched, uh, George Bush is still sitting back papers. Um, Classified and, papers? No, papers that belong to in his library. Um, that's what I'm saying. If they no were classified. Then no president that I know of before Trump had ever taken classified documents with them. Now, would we know about it if they asked for it and was immediately returned? Probably not. Right. This is why I can't believe with Trump. He didn't need to take the fall. He didn't. They could have simply said, you know, sorry, some intern was packing crap. Donald Trump didn't pack his underwear. 
We know he didn't pack his documents. No right. one would have questioned it if he had just said, guys, sorry it happened. Here's mm-hmm. your stuff. Okay. So real quick on, on just to, to expand upon that, you're Donald Trump. You have all this stuff in your home. What's your end game? You're not going to sell it I'll to get China. To I'll get to that. But who knows? And, and huge question. I know. What? Because I can I, Okay. Here's one thing that I feel. And you, you can blame me, call me president of the Trump fan club or whatever. I don't care at this point. Go ahead. The one thing that I truly believe, regardless if I like the man or not, is I truly feel that he felt he was doing the best work for the people of our country. That's why it's so popular. So when he took classified information. You just said he didn't do it. No, 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 you no. just said let he didn't finish. pack his own he, underwear. He his people did. His people. Let, did. let me finish though. This will answer the part that you got a problem with right now. If they took stuff, and the government come back and said multiple times, "We need this back. We need this back," and he went and looked, and even had an attorney to sign an affidavit saying, "We have no more. We have searched everything. We have no more." But he still had hundreds of pages of documents. That's in the best interest of the country. No, I'm not. I'm just saying that I, I don't disagree that he could have just said, "Hey, oops, you know, we had an intern do that and send it back." No, but I'm saying a minute ago, you said you believe that what he did was no, in the I'm best saying, interest of the country. I'm saying I don't believe that he would sell, or you know, there was one article that I, don't I believe read he would sell that, or even questions. Do I believe he would blackmail a an opponent, someone he hated? Meh. I wouldn't have, that's not too big of a reach for me. Now, am I saying he did it for that reason? I have no clue, none. Yeah, I will. I, I'm completely blown away that for six to eight months after they first came to him, almost a year after they first came to him and said, we need our stuff back, he's still arguing and saying, don't have it. Here, this Go goes back to a conversation that you and I have had about several presidents in recent history. How many times have they made the wrong turn? Taking a negative and made it a bigger negative instead of taking a negative and saying, but that's oh. what blows me away with this. He's not a stupid man. No. Bill and Hillary Clinton, I don't know if you heard, they took a whole lot of crap. Yeah. Not including like furniture, furniture, artwork, porcelain dishes, and they, things that have been around since the Washington era. Apparently, they there's a whole list. One there was stu- exactly. There's a list. Somewhere <laughs> along the line, someone goes through and starts checking off. Well, this was here before. Is it here now? Right. They contacted the Clintons with a long list of stuff they had to bring back, and it, the, the amount went into the millions. Yeah. But they didn't argue. They didn't fuss. They didn't go get a bunch of attorneys. At least they were smart enough to say, oops, sorry. I don't know who they blamed it on. But, again, they weren't packing their stuff, so they right. blamed it on some Hillary was walking through saying, I like that, oh, and sure. I like that, I'm and sure. she was playing Oprah. And who knows? Trump probably was like, you know, I Take some of this. The point was he could have got out of this. Anyway, back to where we were. Sorry. Verdict, the claim that the FBI planted the evidence, we, we say it's false because there's no way to prove it. There's zero evidence of it. Trump later claimed that former President Barack Obama took more than 30 million documents to Chicago. He later changed that number to 33 million, at which point the National Archives and Records Administration come out and said, we have no clue what you're talking about. We moved 30 million documents to a storage facility that we have in Chicago. Obama had nothing to do with it. He never took any of it. So the claim that Obama took more than 30 million documents to Chicago is false. Now, 
The last one I want to fact check is probably the most important. On Fox News about a week and a half ago, Trump claimed that he wanted to lower the political temperature in the country. Well, of course, everyone knows that's what Trump always does, right? Try to lower the political temperature. Well, absolutely. When he was talking to Fox News, Trump briefly, for just a moment, if you squint really, really hard, he said the kind of things that we expect our presidents to say. Now, keep in mind that, that while this is going on, he's got supporters who are carrying out violence against federal officials. A couple of days after he made this statement, there was the gentleman in Cincinnati, I believe it was, that attempted to attack the FBI office. Yeah. He was later killed. Uh, you would think that someone trying to lower the political temperature would come out and say, you know, guys, those of you who are supporters and listen to me, please don't go attacking FBI offices. Please don't go threatening FBI offices. Yeah, well, that hasn't happened. Uh, to sum up a lot of what was said, the too long didn't read version is this. First, Trump claimed he didn't have any classified documents. Well, that was proven false. Then he claimed that the FBI planted them. Zero evidence. That's not been proven to be true at all. And now he's claiming that he unclassified them. If he, if he truly wants to lower the political temperature in the country, I got a few suggestions. Oh. Don't lie and say that you were given the government everything they asked for. You clearly weren't. They've asked multiple times, and you still had hundreds of pages when they had to come and do a search. Um <laughs> uh, so, yeah, don't try to excuse it by saying it was declassified. It wasn't. And even if it was, 